Export Audio. I am Laura Blake and Zoe Ashmars. With me today is my beautiful co-host. What's happening right now? Turn off the heater. Let's podcast. I'm out of June. <laughs> oh. Are you going to continue hosting? Because you are <laughs> going to pass the intro to Curly. Is that what we're doing now? And Hi, I'm Curly. also joined by... Me? Hi, it's me. I'm <laughs> Curly. I'm on this show. I think I'm better at this. Only because neither of you wanted to participate. <laughs> no! Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> you did not throw it over. <laughs> you tried to wordlessly Whatever. communicate on a podcast. Mm, but you just said my co-host and then I didn't know what was happening and then I looked at you knowing that you being more regularly co-hosting on this show than Curly would probably take that cue okay My name is Autumn June. I am, as always, your host, and I'm joined today by you can't Curly. Just steamroll over my. Fuck you. <laughs> nice. Please, for one episode. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what's happening. There's a weird vibe that Ruby is just brought into our home Everything today. Everything is so divisive nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's like let's, listening. Let's just get through Christmas, please. As a family. Oh, God. It's a wonderful time of year right now. <laughs> Especially for Ruby. It's a time of year for Ruby. Yeah. <laughs> no, Ruby is... Before we get into this episode, which is episode 7 of volume 3, uh, I don't have a title, but I'm sure Nora will pull, pull that up off. in a moment. A, a night, night off. off. I, I got fucking baited by the title of this episode. God damn. I know. I know. I know. We all I wasn't did. Ready. I wasn't uh, before ready. we get there, though, um, listeners, you may be wondering uh, it's been two weeks since there was an episode of Ruby. What's going on? Newbie. The answer is, or newbie. Yeah, Ruby's been chugging along. It's newbie that's had a. Oh, it sure has. Trouble is, one, I got depressed and forgot about it. And two, I was absolutely 100% certain in my heart and soul that I had edited and uploaded this episode like six days ago, and I just didn't do that. And then I thought I had lost it. Today, five minutes before we started recording, I did find it. So I will upload that later. I will upload that probably like 24 hours before I upload this one. So you're going to get a double Wait, shot of yeah, me. I was going to say, for, for the listeners, that's not this episode. That's the last episode that you, yes. you lost. There was a long break between 
newbie yeah, 10 yeah. and newbie 11 and then there will be a very short one between newbie 11 and newbie 12 right yeah we uphold the standard of professionalism here yes absolutely 100 percent. that's why uh, the people keep coming back speaking of professionalism nora would you like to professionally summarize as mental recovers from what the <laughs> fuck is happening? Oh, no, gotta do it all like that. Gotta do it all like that now. Gotta do it all like that now. As Mantle recovers from the riot, Ruby and Junior are given the night off. Ruby, Nora, and Ren go to Robin's political rally where Wants causes a blake blakeout. A blakeout. <laughs> Interesting. A blackout. And hacks, That's what was happening at the club. And hacks the election <laughs> favor. Tyrion murders several people at the rally in the dark and frames Penny for them. While Watts uploads a doctored video with Penny committing the murders instead of Tyrion, I missed all this part. I didn't realize he was doctoring the video, but I knew he was yeah. uploading a video of the murders. I didn't, Penny I didn't ensues because it's a grim invasion in Mantle. Also, a kiss happens. Also, a kiss happens. What were you going to say, Carly? So I didn't. Not only did I not get the the uploaded video part, I also didn't get the uh, like I, I I I didn't I didn't realize that the uh, the hacking of the election was directly signposted as well. I, I like I assumed that was being sort of suggested, yeah, that's what, but I didn't realize that it was actually yeah. On one of the Tyrion's opens one of those phones, and you see a map of districts, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and he changes the colors on a bunch of those districts. Oh, right? so he opens them as paint. I think yeah. he literally changes them from blue to red, but I no, don't quote me on that. It's yellow. It's yellow. Yellow to blue. Okay. So okay. that that's uh, which is actually more relevant to me, but we'll get to that. Uh, I I read that as uh, I read that as um, I, for some reason I went into this scene expecting because he like he pulls up the uh, he pulls up the computer deck and we get a big shot of Penny. I really expected him to like hack into Penny to actually commit some murder. So I thought that was like a brain scan, but I see now that it's oh. a district, district map. I get that. Ruby yeah. has not yet gone into possession. <laughs> we might have, well, Oscar. Mm. Yeah, it was cool that, right? Is that, is that possession? He took over at one point, Oscar. right? Ozpin I guess so. Entered into Oscar's mind. He was not always there. Anyway, there was, a, there was a part where Oscar was in some personal danger, and Ozpin took over for a minute, and then and then went away again. So, dear listeners, I fell to my knees at one point while watching. I was sitting upright on the couch, and I had to rewind the show because again, I was, I was so flabbergasted by Ruby doing Russian <laughs> hackers steal the election. <laughs> Of course, they don't have subtitles on the Verve app, so I had to repeat several scenes because somebody kept audibly reacting to <laughs> the Russian hacker false flag genocide that happened Yeah, in yep. Ruby. <laughs> yeah, that sure did happen. It... I, I, just to go back to what I was talking about earlier, not only is this a Russian hacker false flag genocide episode, but also it would have aired probably the day after the. Uh, no, wait, not the. Yeah, if, if it was, if you're a, the non-premium version would have aired literally the day after the the UK's general election on Thursday. Yeah, so six which, days before the UK general election for like. For us on the premium side, and yeah, sorry, yeah, I forget the yeah, <laughs> we're, we're not like other people. <laughs> Rip to Crunchyroll fans, but I'm different. Um, <laughs> I will say it. I said uh, false flag genocide as a Code Geass joke, but it's really 
I guess these are Americans. It's more of a shooting. Yeah, he does a school shooting. And but not then, at a school, at a political rally. Yeah. And also tries to kill Hill, right? Uh, no, no, I think... He, no, he purposefully doesn't kill Hill, I think. Oh. Yeah, he just wants to make Penny think he's okay. going for Hill so that she'll get herself on the stage. Oh! Yeah, yeah. So yeah, actually, the, my, my, my read of the last little bit of this episode changes quite substantially with the knowledge that he uploaded a video where Penny did all the murders, because as I was watching it, we were, I, like, we were being asked to earnestly believe that uh, Robin thought that Penny tried to kill her and then stood with her back to her for like a full minute, <laughs> which was very, very weird to watch. Like, Maybe they do like, still believe that. I don't know. It's it's weird. Yeah, it because seems, it's it's all like Robin's entourage definitely thinks Penny tried to kill Robin, and Robin is also angry at them. Yeah, yeah, because she thinks that she thinks that she thinks that the Aesops just tried to cause a stir and at least went after her bodyguard, but don't. Yeah, I don't know. She, She's also suspicious of Atlas because the election got hacked, right? Right. Yeah, for sure. She doesn't know the election got hacked. No. She does but... not know that the election got hacked. I can't talk about the election getting hacked. It's breaking my brain. <laughs> <laughs> um. So while it was like while it was sort of disproportionately effective on me because I spent quite a lot of my real life in the last week doing this, uh, having the episode center around the result of an election and then having very ominous giant screens showing the percentage slowly flipping the other way in the background, yeah. that's actually pretty good, I think. That's... Yeah, it was like um, a phrase that you used about something else in this episode, as subtle as Ruby gets. Um, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Where the first time you see them on screen, it's Robin at 70%. And then, like, in the next scene, you they walk past another screen that Robin's now at 67. And, like, each time they walk past the screen, like, it's a little closer and a little closer until in the final moments, it's like in like ticking upward and downward in front of in your eyes. The credits is where it shows that it that she lost. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. In the credits. I. I thought for sure at one point that Jacques was going to win with 49% of the vote. I was sure that was going <laughs> to happen. It's not possible. <laughs> I remember you said you thought that he was just going to win normally, and I was like, no, we have to hack the election. That is a thing you said, isn't it? I didn't... I just didn't think Ruby could do this to me. <laughs> Ruby learned how to, well, Ruby learned that you can talk about real-world events in media mm -hmm. recently. Yes. And decided, what if we really went for it? <laughs> this is, I, I guess, it, is the fall of Beacon 9-11? Absolutely not. <laughs> no way. Uh, <laughs> because that's what made all of the fascism start up. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, oh, hang on. I mean, realistically, like, I'll do that while I'm not typing. You're right. I'll I mean, do the follow vegan. Real realistically, <laughs> like, 
all of Ruby is vastly post 9-11 media, right? So, I don't know. So, this um, actually, like, I have watched in the past week two seasons of Star Wars The Clone Wars mm -hmm. um, and a movie. Um, Star Wars The Clone Wars, the movie? Yeah. And um, I've been thinking about Clone Wars and Ruby <clears throat> in part because, one, a friend of mine, Hunter, tweeted the other day that um, Ruby is the true successor to Avatar The Last Airbender. And I think Hunter is absolutely 100% right. That is true. <laughs> um, I also think Clone Wars is in a lot of ways the same thing. Mm -hmm. And Clone Wars is extremely post 9 11 me uh, media, extremely like post Bush election. Because uh, Lucas is doing it, or at least started yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And Attack of the Clones, as we all know, is a movie about the election of George Bush. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You um, said that like we don't know that. I don't know why you. I just, like that. I just sometimes think that that's not a thing. I think that's a thing that not everybody has accepted into their hearts, and it's just like. Also, I watched it this a, week. And a lot of people say it's about Trump, which is weird. That, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's not how time works. Yeah. No, I just mean like it's applicable in their eyes too. Yeah, which, I guess. I don't know about that one. Anyway, um, I, I said Trump on the podcast. Now it's all gone to hell. Yeah. <laughs> Which We're, is fitting for this episode. So it's truly fitting. But yeah, like happened on Cower Hour. Um Listen, Cower Hour. Clone Wars uh greatest strength is the talking about like current events politics sort of thing, because it does it through like Star Wars and abstracts things out like a dozen <clears throat> times so that you're not just doing Russians hack the election. <laughs> <laughs> and Ruby's strength is its characters, and it doesn't have quite that level of abstraction where you can... Russians hacked the election in Ruby. <laughs> That's the thing that happened. So, I, I, again, I, I feel like I can only say this for so many weeks before it starts to get... It starts to grate, but, like, there is maybe a universe where this, this plays well, so far, we don't like it, it, it's still setting up, I guess. It's still like the yeah, don't get me wrong. This is like a it's a very serious event in the story, I guess. But mm. from the way the episode ended, I have absolutely no idea whether this show is going to be able to carry off what it started here. Episode, <clears throat> excuse me, episode five. Um, like I ended episode five feeling like okay, this could go a couple different ways, but like. The scene at the truck is like, there's a lot going on there. Um, I think the scene with the truck is well written. And um, we'll see where it goes. And then this episode was like, I'm not saying Ruby can't go anywhere good ever again, but it really did feel like <laughs> as soon as I, I said, oh, Ruby's good again. And I turned around and then Ruby pulled out a knife and just stabbed me. <laughs> like... <laughs> Ruby is not ruined forever by any stretch, but this was... This election will not be referenced in the next season. It's fine. This this election is a lot to take in. It's a lot to absorb. Do you think this is a single season stakes event? like, Or do you think that this election will actually matter past this season? Uh, this election will lead to something happen in the happening in the final episode of this season that will matter forever. Okay. Yeah, I think this is. I think I think you're you're around the money. I think this is a, a single season stakes event. I don't think it'll <clears> matter, <throat> like whether Jacques Schnee is an alderman or not. I think it'll matter whether. Um, what is an alderman? 
I, I did not get that reference. Aldermen are just city council members. I realized my mom, when I was very young, was uh, the city attorney in a place that didn't have city councilors. It had aldermen, which for served the same purpose. And I just called them aldermen in my head, I guess. I just don't. I've never known what that word means. As far as I know, it means city councilor. Anyway, um, maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I barely know what that means. But <laughs> you, you know the Galactic Senate? Uh-huh. Okay, so <laughs> that's the place he turns it into a movie theater to watch the movies with the holocrons in Lego Star Wars. He does do that. Um, the Galactic Senate is like the city council, but for like every city, and the city council is just like the city council is like the galactic city for a very small place. <laughs> the galactic city for a very small place. It's a very funny thing you've said. It means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we are deep in Star Wars hyperfixation. I'm really stumbling over my words today. By the time this episode goes up, we will have seen Rise of Skywalker. I don't know if that's oh, true. God. Hey, well, fuck me. <laughs> we still got three more movies to watch, and one of them I got to watch twice. Um, what of you? Do we have more election things to talk about? Because there's other things in this episode that are not. Yes, let's talk more about elections. What election thoughts do everyone have? So the the this this uh, just just for me, just for literally only for me, this episode has a scene where a nefarious villain waves his hand over a map, and a bunch of counties, a, a bunch of districts which are yellow, turn blue. Mm -hmm. Uh -huh, which is uh -huh. kind of maybe extremely accidentally on the nose about uh, what what just happened in in the United Kingdom, where with the uh -huh. Liberal Democrat Party and the Conservative Party. So uh, that was fun to watch on a, a show about you know sword guns. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, really so just cool... tangential to that on that scene, fucking my guy. What what is his name? That we we keep asking what this guy's Watts. name is. Watts. Watts. Oh yeah, because he does lightning. Yeah, Watts. Uh, he's fucking. He 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 like he has like a maestro thing. You know, he's he's yeah. He's, doing, he's like doing election oh. hacking magic over a table of like iPhones. It looks so dorky. Yeah. Scrolls, <laughs> yeah. please. Scrolls. Yeah, they're iPhones though, aren't they? I I have you know <laughs> I know people who have scrolls in real life. So. Oh. Huh. Uh, as soon as, because the episode is framed as them going to a victory party on the day of the election, and like, oh, 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 this is the other thing, is that in the beginning of the episode, um, I don't know if it's the first scene or like the second scene, but it's early, um, Robin is giving a TV interview, and says essentially, I don't remember the line. Fucking go to the polls. <laughs> yeah, it says Pokemon go to the polls but into the camera. But also says, in her speech, she literally says a Hillary election line. Yes. Like slogan. Yeah, she says something like stronger we're together. Stronger as, we're stronger as individuals, we're strong, but we're even more powerful when we're together or something. Right. It was just like... Control F, find, replace. Yeah. And she's like really encouraging you, no matter who you're to go to the polls. Um, and it's just important to participate in democratic in processes, yeah. um, regardless of who you support. And I want to die. <laughs> I, 
to be to be fair to the writers of Ruby, that is just sort of bog standard populism, right? Like it's not it's yeah. not just something that Hillary Clinton said. It's also something that Jeremy Corbyn said. It's also something that politicians have said probably for all yes. the time and will say for all the time because it's sort of it's it's like it's generic. It sounds generic because it is generic, right? Right. I don't I don't have a problem with like this scene's inclusion in the show. Like it is absolutely what a politician would be saying in that scene. Like obviously it's just seeing it on the screen in my sword gun show made me want to die. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It'll, but I guess one other thing I liked about it is it provides a fun contrast with uh, uh, an exchange that Robin has later in the episode where in this first scene, she is being interviewed about, you know, her apparently inevitable win at the polls and she's being asked to decry the rioting and she's saying, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't condone rioting. You've got you to gotta go to the polls. Which is contrast later with when the uh, the Aesop is like grilling her, and she subtly implies that she's broken a bunch of laws to do the activism that she's been doing. And I don't know. I think that's she. She both subtly implies that she's been breaking the law to do activism, and also um, is that's smiling. a good thing, right? Yeah, that's a good thing, and is also smiling at him because he's absolutely doing like. He's the ex yeah, yeah. extrajudicial super cop who's running like secret mm. missions to build a fortress out in this like co-opted mine. It's a comms tower. <laughs> We're not gonna put weapons on it. We're definitely not gonna put weapons on it. Trust us. And you know, communication has never been used as a weapon before, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> not in Ruby, definitely. So this is the <laughs> second time that um Penny has been used through like video editing to yeah like, well yeah, yeah further exact the villain's plot. agenda i forgot this exact uh -huh. plot happened in season three <laughs> that's funny Except this time she's the, she's the murderer in the video instead of being murdered yeah the victim yeah, damn. um penny didn't take any of this well i feel real bad for penny i hope she's okay she's not <laughs> um renora happened yeah, do we want to talk first about the heterosexual content and then about the homosexual content? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Does the does the homosexual content help frame the heterosexual content, or do we just talk about them? In the uh, I think figure we'll do the heterosexual content because Nora just said Renora happened. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. We need to talk about Nora. We need to talk about Nora. Um, everyone should always be talking about Nora. Always. Yeah. Oh, you've you've come to the right podcast. <laughs> Um, so yeah, throughout this episode, um, we, okay, the first time we see Ren in this episode, he's, like, meditating and has this, like, moment of, like, utter calm, and, and it, I, it seems like something is happening there, and I can't tell what that's, what it is, or well, maybe it's nothing. My suggestion was that he, the rest of this episode after that is him looking into the future. Like, like, <laughs> like Breaking Dawn Part 2. <laughs> or Next, starring Nicolas Cage. Because <laughs> um, it's easy to imagine, like, do it... A time loop plot point would be an interesting, like, he keeps looking in and trying different, like... What's his semblance? He can suppress his he can Yeah, he can be, become invisible to Grimm. As a byproduct okay. of that. Okay. So his, yeah. Just, you know, everyone's leveling up, so. Maybe Ren developed time powers and this whole episode's an illusion. 
Maybe. <laughs> it seems like maybe you're reaching, but... I, it's Ruby. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Ruby is exactly the show that will do that. Russian but. hackers did a false flag genocide in this episode. What? <laughs> I am reaching? Um, But throughout the episode, Ren and Nora are kind of arguing and being bitter with each other. And um, I guess the homosexual content does frame the heterosexual content, but their argument reaches like a peak. And... Um, uh, heterosexual appearing yes yes um anyway um their argument reaches a peak and ren is like well we can just talk about our feelings about each other and uh, no he says no he says the opposite of that he says like i'm really bad at talking about my feelings and nora is just like well stop talking then and kisses him and it's a nice moment I'm, I'm happy for And then them. the election gets hacked. And then the election gets hacked. the election hacked. gets hacked, a bunch of people get killed. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first guess. Yeah. yeah that's, um, that's, that's trauma. Also, we they kiss, we get the 360 shot that goes around them, and then we cut to Ruby, who looks at Penny and just, like, smiles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I feel like there's... Now an, you're reaching. I feel like there's an implication there. No. Because they've been, like, making eyes at each other this whole episode. Mm. I think you're reaching on that one. Anyway. It's not like Yang trying to teach Blake how to dance. Yang does teach Blake how to do Fortnite dances. <laughs> extremely, extremely fucking good, okay. by the way. You can't just call every dance a Fortnite dance. But that's a hey, Fortnite dance. Fortnite did it. Why can't we? <laughs> because we have ethics. <laughs> Is it still okay. ethical if we're not making any money off it? Um. Yes. Probably right. It's probably unethical. No, never mind. There are no <laughs> Fortnite dances. Fortnite doesn't contain any Fortnite dances. You're right. That's true. Um, I'm sure it came like, but like originally. Like the first crop were all like chicken dance or whatever, right? I think they so. They didn't yeah. start with stolen dances. No, they definitely started I, with I, stolen dances. Well, yeah. Just like more socially acceptable stolen dances. Like the thriller. Yeah. Probably. Is that, a, is I that stolen? I don't know. Everyone knows what that is. I don't know. I don't Everyone knows what a bunch of the dances is, but they still stole This them. is like, this uh, is the whole thing about like you can't really like copyright a dance so like what is it to steal a dance like who is allowed to do a dance like this is the whole like quandary with Fortnite but luckily Fortnite is just objectively bad enough that we don't really have to grapple and luckily with that this quandary. is a Ruby podcast so you don't have to come down with like a take on how to define <laughs> IP for the human body yeah um anyway <laughs> um who has the IP on God? <laughs> and if Fortnite is free, how is it making so much money? All these mm. questions and more. Damn. JJ Abrams is in there. I'm trying to talk about Blake and Yang, and I cannot remember what the fuck I was saying. I just want to be able to play JJ Abrams in Fortnite. That would be great. <laughs> his character model, by which I mean his body. <laughs> Can we please talk about Blake and Yang? Sure. What do you have to say about them? Um, what's what's the first time we see Blake and Yang in this episode? I'm the intro. Oh, the oh, oh! They're, they're, they're training. They're, <laughs> they're training together. They're chasing each other across the the pillars. Yes, and then um, Clover comes in to tell them they all have the day off, and 
this begins a chain reaction of events because as soon as Clover says they have the day off, Blake and Yang make eyes at each other. Like, they just look at each other and it's like, hey, Ruby, do you know that you're being homosexual right now? No? Okay. <laughs> and then... Think, we, it definitely does, though. It definitely, like, later in this it, episode, it definitely right, does. Right. And then we go to... um the we go back to the dorm room and Blake is doing her mascara and eyeliner and Yang just can't stop looking at her doing it and then like comes up and like puts her hand on her shoulder and does her makeup in the mirror too and then they're doing Fortnite dances together and Weiss is like doesn't want to be around them because they're acting too coupley and Ruby I need you to tell me what's going on here because you're saying something but you're not saying it and it's Driving me I mean, nuts. they are saying it, right? I guess. Like, I guess. Not, not in the way that not in the way that we want them to, right? Like that conversation yeah. about feelings is still coming. It's still coming. Because, yeah, because one, I do just legitimately like. I have a lot of problems with the idea of like representation in media and how people. Yeah, think Yeah, we that, had like, a whole week about this on Twitter. Yeah, I okay. I feel like representation in media, like. <laughs> is often used as like, oh, if we have lesbians in Ruby, that will just fix homophobia. <laughs> It'll be over. <laughs> It'll be over, which is dumb. Uh, but also, uh, I really I really don't like the need for characters to be representations of like queer experiences or whatever. But also, it is very frustrating the way that Ruby is still dancing around this in such a way to like give anybody who might not want that like some sort of like plausible deniability that the person who is homophobic can still just keep looking at Ruby and say, Oh no, no, they're not gay. They're just really good friends. You know, I don't know. What must it be like to be homophobic and watching Ruby? Like, do you like Jean? <laughs> <laughs> like, is that your fave? Uh, only if you're a MILF. Uh, oh. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> it's like a sharp left I, turn from this content. <laughs> for, for a brief moment where I thought I had lost last the last episode, and um, I rewatched episode five and just like took down like five bullet points so that I could like briefly summarize what we thought of it. Uh, and I did one of the bullet points is Jean MILFs. I don't know if we said Jean MILFs in the last podcast, but here it is in this one. John Perhaps Milf. not in so many words, but we 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 basically said Sean Milfs on the last episode. So yeah, now we've all said it, so we're all culpable. Okay, I said Sean. <laughs> Sean Milfs. Oh, did you though? Um. Anyway, all the all the Blake and Yang stuff leads to the big confrontation between Nora and Ren because Nora is like, I think there's something more going on there, which is the first time that anyone in Ruby has even. Like the first time that anyone in the show has said maybe there's something going on there is Nora like talking about them behind their back. But as a as a like, so, yeah, as like a, herself. Yeah. Yes. Yes, because she's like, Oh, well, they've been through so much together and they're so close and they hang out all the time. You really don't think there's anything more going on there? And Ren is like, Well, maybe one of them is scared to talk about their feelings. <laughs> Maybe both of them are scared <laughs> to talk about their feelings. Maybe we haven't had that scene because Blake and Yang have not had that scene. 
Maybe they just legitimately haven't talked about their feelings at all, ever. They just went straight from... <laughs> from murdering that guy to... Stabbing him to death to Fortnite dancing. I mean, sometimes your like... friendship turns into a relationship when you're not... Yeah, but we had a conversation about it as it was happening. No, after it happened. As it was happening. After it became... <laughs> after it became... Okay. Then we had a conversation. <laughs> I'm not going to litigate our relationship. We said I love you before dating that's because you and i have different definitions of when we started dating because <laughs> i thought we were dating a week before you did <laughs> anyway well i can't i can't agree with that because then i would have had to propose to you on 9-11 to make <laughs> to make the 358 <laughs> thing happened so that's not what happened can we not talk about our relationship on the podcast just let's, let's just kiss and make up um yeah, the kingdom hearts name check is quite important there because it sort of reflects how the the like the lore of this relationship is like scattered across 50 plus podcasts like you could build a single continuous no, picture of it you just have to listen to every episode of Export Audio and White Lotus Radio to understand our relationship. You really just need to listen to the one that we recorded in my apartment together, and then this one, and then you got it. I guess. You... Nora and Autumn lore nerds, I guess. More reasons for our relationship. <laughs> this is the, the lore explainer the... <laughs> Nora proposed to me on the 358th day of us dating, yes. according to her definition. I didn't want to propose on 9-11. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it would be a little weird. It would be a little weird. Like, I don't know. 9-11 oh, heavy episode today. <laughs> sorry. Gonna, the Episode 7 is going to be like, cut to whatever Blake and Yang were up to. Um, Yang is going to propose to Blake and <laughs> as she's proposing, it's going to be 9-11 happening at the end. <laughs> At the party. I mean, <laughs> this is not 9 Are you saying that they're going to drop Atlas? Are they going to Midgar in? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to spoil that hot upcoming video game. Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's <laughs> <laughs> not even going to fucking happen in Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's going to happen in Final Fantasy VII Remake Episode 3. What? Disc 3. No, I think... Isn't... What? The first game... The Doesn't first game is going to be later? Midgar. Yeah. Does, uh, it's no, not, that's no, before you no, leave okay. Midgar. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's one of the... Oh, yeah, little. you're right. Yes. I know this because I played... Fi I, I have friends, some of whom listen to this podcast, that really like Final Fantasy VII for the PS1, and mm -hmm. I've really wow. tried my best. And, and the PSP. I'm one of those people. Well. <laughs> I've, I've really done my best to enjoy that game. I turned on all the cheats. I skipped all the combat. I'm really trying very hard to like Final Fantasy VII, and it's just not happening for me. You know what's great? But that remake's going to come out, and it's going to be Tetsuya Nomura to <laughs> fuck, and I'm going to love it. You can just say himbified. It's going to be <laughs> <laughs> um, You know what's great is... Uh, Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. And Crisis Core. I'm going to fix the dog. Okay. <laughs> Take off your headphones before... Okay, there you go. I love the compilation of Final Fantasy VII... 
that's the I, thing I was just saying. I, I just really wish I could go with you on that journey, but you can. We could start a podcast about it. I I I can't I can't deliver a I can't in good conscience appear on a podcast that's about Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. It violates a lot of my personal codes of ethics. Do you like hate hate like good movies or? Yeah, no, I, I've never, I've never like good movies. I hate them. I can't, I can't watch them. Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm, they're bad. Mm -hmm. You know. So I, you've I never, them. you've never seen Star Wars. I understand. Oh, never, not even once. The Last Jedi, never we seen haven't... it. Loved it, never seen it. We have a dog in the in the room now. Oh, that's a very fixed dog. <laughs> yeah, she's in the chair. My hand smells like dog now. Yeah, weird how carrying a dog. And smell like dog. <laughs> Can you not? Hey, sit down. Sit. Hello, I'm back. Podcast. Right. Are, are we going to edit like elevator music into the dog interlude? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I usually do uh, Jeopardy music, but <clears throat> elevator music's a good idea. Disco Star Wars. Um, where did we leave off? <clears throat> we were talking about Advent Children. Oh it yes, was. it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, dropping the plate. Nine Eleven. Blake and Yang kissing on Nine Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> When you say on, I imagine on top of the top. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't scream like that on the podcast. But I'm just... Ruby's folks. really broken me this week. And that, folks, is how Shah's counterattack should have ended. <laughs> is that what the how it should have ended video for Shah's yeah. counterattack goes? I'm making it right now. I'm starting the fucking Premiere Project file right now. That's how I'm going to make it. Uh, it's been a weird week. <laughs> been there's been some vibes. I really, I normally I really try to watch like each episode of Ruby pretty close to when we record the podcast. I'm gonna finish this and go immediately watch Ruby episode seven because I need to know <laughs> going. Um, which I guess could segue into like podcast schedule stuff, but I don't want to cut off episode discussion if we have more episode discussion to do. There's like a whole other half of the episode we haven't talked about, right? Uh, right, right. There's like a cute bit where like Weiss and Winter are practicing and Weiss like <clears throat> faints with um, one creature, but then sends a very small creature like yeah. and like just knocks her feet out from under her. It's very cute. I'll be right back. That's I need good to tell. Charger. Okay. So y'all talk about yeah winter's feet or whatever. <laughs> okay, okay, wow. I'm not okay. Weird vibes on the podcast today. <laughs> yeah, very weird vibes. That's a very strange energy in this uh, podcast studio today. The what else happens studio. in this episode, though? Um, I maybe exaggerated when I said half the episode, but the, but the 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 training scene was pretty dense. Like there were some there were some images in there. Ruby's yeah. semblance has evolved. Yep. Um, Jean and Oscar uh, go to the movies, and um, Weiss just Weiss. comes to hang out, which is very funny. Yeah. 
Uh, like um, I feel like there's a version of Weiss that would have found some a third thing to do had she been alienated from coupliness and and offered to go to the movies with Jean. She would probably have mm -hmm. said no in history. But now she's like, yeah, sure, get me away from these frightful gays. <laughs> Weiss evolves from a racist to a homophobe. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming as I was walking down the stairs and God damn. <laughs> um do we need to swap seats? No. Okay. Um Thanks you're gonna tell me that Ironwood is a turf. How exactly would Ironwood be a turf? I'm sure he'd find a way. This this episode had more speaking lines for uh, like was it were they were there speaking lines in the last episode as well for the the trans the trans character in the show? Oh right, who remind me? There's because there's the character who the Faunus like that's got. Remind me how this goes. Who are you talking about? Uh, um, May Marigold, one of the Happy Huntresses, is uh, portrayed right. by a trans voice artist, right? right? I didn't know this. Yes. Um, it's uh, If you scroll up in the, the, the Discord, I posted the, um, the, the announcement there. I believe Jen she had like... Jensen. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, but it's Caden Jensen, I think. Um, yeah, she's... Oh, the blue hair. Yeah, she's uh, doing voice acting for the blue hair person. I just wanted to see the tweet. Um, what tweet? Oh, the... Tweet the Tweet where she announces it. You just pulled the screen away from the tweet that I was looking at. Well, I thought you were talking about this tweet. Oh, <laughs> the tweet here. Okay, I did not know that this character they're saying is uh, a trans character. Okay. Oh, oh, I didn't even see that. Like she confirmed that the character Te she's playing trans. is trans. That's cool. Hey, good job, TV show. I know I just got mad about the concept of representation, but it still makes me feel nice. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can get mad at the... at the weaponization of my identities, and also, it's nice when there's a yeah. trans girl on, on the TV screen. Yeah, you put it better than I did. You're great. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you should respect me more. Jeez. Nora is great. That should be the episode title. <laughs> no, the episode title is I did it. Can't we? <laughs> because I guess y'all didn't want to name the episode <laughs> Yang and Blake Kissing on the <laughs> no, That is definitely the episode title now. I'm sorry. It's too good. Uh, I'm typing it in the chat so I don't forget it. <laughs> I <laughs> Should we maybe not make jokes about 9-11? I can't tell anymore. I don't... It's uh, the, the content of the podcast is a bit late for that, right? Yeah. Um, just... should... Maybe we should lighten up with the 9-11 jokes. Okay. Uh, you, you can edit this immediate section out. Um, yeah, new me. Fewer 9-11 jokes. I don't... <laughs> Listeners, this episode of Ruby's really broken my brain. I don't know how to structure the podcast. I don't know... 
I don't know anything anymore. That's <laughs> right, folks. It's time for another episode of Who's Hoobie. <laughs> oh my god, I've never been so happier for Who's Hoobie. <laughs> I've never been so happier for someone to come into my life and say, here's structure for the episode. <laughs> That's right. You have 10 questions. Good idea. <laughs> it's 20 drags. <laughs> 10 questions to decipher the identity of one named character from Ruby. Okay. Now, what I'm doing is I am... Every character is named mm -hmm. on the wiki. Mm -hmm. But a character whose name is said on screen. Yes. Okay. This is, these are what I'm I'm doing. It's it's. If I said, oh, you know that guy who did X, like no one's gonna really remember who that is. But... Here's a, an another fun variant that you could introduce for me and only me would be Clone Wars character or Ruby character. Those are easy though. <laughs> Not for me. Fisto. <laughs> no, if you just said like, I don't know, something Kit Fisto did, and then tried to ask me, is this a Ruby character? Uh... Anyway, 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 I'm ruining who's Ruby. <laughs> ten questions. Give me ten questions. Do you want to start, Curly? That's one. <laughs> no, I was off. Awesome. Eleven questions. <laughs> Go. Did this character appear um, in seasons one to three? Yes. Um, is this character male or female? That's not a yes or no question. Yes. <laughs> I'm just, um, the wiki says male. Okay. Um, sorry to be so binary, but, you know, playing 20 questions. Anyway. The show is pretty binary, so. Has this character continued to appear... Um, no. After seasons one through three. No. So only in the first three seasons and a male, a male from the first three seasons. This character of fullness. No. Is this character a, hang on. A I'm going to ask Curly a question. I'm not asking <laughs> you a question. <laughs> Are there any men on Team Coffee? There is one. We talked about him last week or the week before. His name is Yatsuhashi. In fact, there's no this. And then the, the other one is non-binary, right? Or was that a different? It, is that true? I, I pff, We had some conversation about this last we time. We had some conversation about this. Oh, they have, they're blind, maybe? Yes, that yes, character is right, blind. Okay. The only The closest that Ruby has gotten to a non-binary character is the first mate who was played by a non-binary actor. Right, yes, that's who right. sees that character as non-binary, but that is different yes. from like we had yes. yes, we had both of those conversations separately. I could combine them in my brain. Okay. But, uh, Yatsuhashi. Not a faunus. The other male one. only the first three seasons. Fennec or whatever. Right. Um, okay. Uh, right. Pardon me. Um Trying to think. I will I will toss out a couple hints from the wiki page. Okay. Handedness. Right. That doesn't help me. What what a hint. Uh eye color green. Mm. What color are Cardin's eyes? Would it be 
Personal status. Active. <laughs> so so what that means is probably didn't die at Beacon. Yeah, maybe. Probably. I don't know. Okay. Are they a Beacon uh, student? Uh, no. So not a Beacon student. <clears throat> How many questions is that? Five. Four? That's five. Uh, uh, I wanted to ask if they were just any kind of student rather than asking if they're a Beacon student, but... Yeah, that may be. I mean, I have some... I have questions I would ask if we had 20 questions. We've only got 10 questions, so I don't know if I should ask them, which is, did they appear in Season 1? Did they appear in Season 2? Yeah, that does drag a bit. Yeah. How can we narrow it down from here? Did, did they fight anyone on Team Ruby? No. Okay. No, no. A named character who did not fight Team Ruby from seasons. It's not a student. First three He's seasons. Not, not a Beacon student. Not a Beacon student. That's true. Non Afanis. Male. <clears throat> um, uh, in the volume one. Wait. Which manga have you read? Uh, I've read the first two of the manga. Of the official manga anthology? Uh, yes. Okay, then never mind. Why? Because I was going to say a thing from the manga to help, but if you have read it, then you might just know the character. But I haven't read, I haven't read the first volume since, like, June. So This character is... In a gray space of canonicity, gay. Oh, uh, oh okay. Isn't that every character? <laughs> no, it's like the voice actor has said something. Gay then, until proven strange. And then the manga went with it. And, okay. considered, and in that context, it is considered canon. Damn, but that I wish is, the show would do that. God. Yeah, wouldn't that be neat? Um, I don't know. Between between now and the next episode, I'm just gonna watch seasons one through three again and be fucking awesome. I really <laughs> nearly did that. I really nearly then did you that. You watch Clone Wars instead. Yeah, I did watch um, the first four trailers and the the trailer that came out between Volume Three and Four with Ruby and the trailers that like I watched all the trailers that have come out in the last couple weeks, just because that was fun to do. Okay, well, we've not had much on... this. Like, we've not tunneled down further than five, so I'm just going to say, is this character a student? Yes. Right, okay. okay. So they're so a student like, from another academy, so that's actually quite a narrow mm -hmm. band. So, maybe someone from Team Funky, maybe someone... No, yeah, Team so Funky Ruby, uh, fought Ruby. Team Funky fought Ruby, so that, that would be out. Yes, that that well, not only two members of Team Funky fought Ruby. Only, only Flint Cole and Neon Cat fought Team Ruby. The other, I would have counted the training montage as fighting. Oh, okay, that's fair. Sure, yeah, that's fair. So wait, um, we, we happen to know that they haven't appeared since, right? Yes, we know they haven't appeared since seasons oh, one through three. <clears throat> that way, so. 
Is it someone from Team Indigo? No. Which one is Team Indigo? I think Team Indigo is the team of people who like fans submitted the princesses. The princesses. They're all based off of princesses. Oh right. They fought Team Sin during the uh, yeah bridal festival. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wait, so so Team Indigo is not the people who were submitted by fans. They are, I think. Okay. Because it was for like an Indigo go. Oh, Indigo go! Right, right. Indigo. We did this last week. <laughs> we did this last. We did. This... Mm. Mm. Um. Everyone's favorite character. I don't know why y'all aren't remembering this guy. It wouldn't be Sun or Neptune. He oh. hates sand. <laughs> it's Ralph. And Is it Anakin Skywalker? Yes. <laughs> um. I think he hates sand. It wouldn't be Neptune, right? No. No, because Neptune hates water, not sand. Right. I might be lying. But. The... I really hope you aren't lying because. Hmm. <laughs> Everybody, I've tried to take a look at the phone uh. and uh, it didn't work. <laughs> didn't turn out so well. Okay, maybe he doesn't hate sand, but he he's the type of character you'd expect to hate sand. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Oh no. Um ah, god damn. I will give you another hint since you are up to eight questions. Okay. Um do you want to know the name of his weapon or the name of the character he is inspired by? The character he's inspired by will be much more helpful to me. What do you think, Early? A second one. Character. Yeah. Uh, Peter Pan. Okay. For more on this, for more information on this illusion, as well as other choices the creators made for the character, see character name slash behind the scenes. Okay. Thank you. A Peter Pan character who's most likely from the Vital Festival. <clears throat> um... Who doesn't fight any of the main characters? I don't remember a situation in which characters from other schools who do not fight the protagonist are named. We're at eight questions, but I'm ready to give up. <laughs> Do they fight? Wait, okay. If we if we've got eight questions and one of us has given up, I guess I'll just yeah. Start. You take our last two. Go and hog wild with the questions. Do, does Do this it. character does this character fight the? Uh, does this character fight like Cinder and Neo's team that enters the Vital Festival? No. Uh, okay. Then I have no idea who they could possibly be. Who are they? This, my friends. Do you want the wiki link or just the image? Yeah, Send us the it. image. Oh, okay. Send us the wiki link. Someday <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get one of these. It's going to feel great. I know. Someday. You and I were just going to rewatch all of Ruby between, or really just the first three seasons of Ruby. The good parts. Anyway, this is <laughs> our, your friend and mine. 
Scarlet David. Scarlet David. Scarlet David, but Peter that Pan is a real name. I I have never <laughs> seen this man before in my life. <laughs> He's part of Team Sin. He's Neptune's best friend. Okay. Fuck you. This is fake. This is fake. Specifically, the sequel is Peter Pan, Peter and Scarlet. What? There's a sequel to Peter Pan? Peter and Scarlet, yes! (laughs) Why is he wearing fucking shin pads? What a loser. (laughs) What is up with his... He's trying to do, like, the Orin thing where he's not really wearing the coat, but it sucks. He's like he's like a he's like a fucking a hot topic just crashed into a JD Sports. I don't understand. <laughs> what the is oh my god! I I can say with one hundred percent confidence I would not have got this in one million years. <laughs> also, I forgot that Team Sin is Team Sin. Sin. <laughs> um. Oh. Someone left. What? Hello. Hello. I misclicked. Hello. Hi. Ah. Uh, um. Well, with the end of uh, they Team Sin fights Team Indigo. Damn. Someday, someday I'll know anything about the Val. I re- I remember that fight, but I don't. I I I have very vague pictures of the uh, the characters in it. He's he's very. I, how would you describe this character? You know, you know this character. I don't he's, know this character. He's very like camp. Yeah, that w- that is true. I guess you could say he has eyeliner. Um, also, which is great. Curly, where can people find you online? Is that the energy <laughs> we're leaving this on? Yeah, this episode really broke my brain in a lot of ways. <clears throat> Do we have any hopes Both- and dreams for the next episode? I hope the next episode shows us what Blake and Yang have been up to. What movie did they see? They didn't go to a movie. Shut up. <laughs> they, saw, they, they, they went to see Dirty Dancing, but in real life. They LARPed. <laughs> exactly. They went LARPing. Please, someone tell me where you can, where I can find you online. <laughs> where you can be found. I can be found online at twitter.com slash curl underscore e underscore brace, which is the Twitter page where I do tweets. I do tweets about YouTube videos. I do tweets about fighting games. I do tweets about whatever stuff. But also... If you're not following Curly, you're burning money. (laughs) (laughs) And time is money, so really you're wasting your life. So uh, That's true. I do a, I do a, another podcast. If you really like listening to me on this podcast, you can hear me on another podcast called Hand to Hand, Heart to Heart, which is a podcast about why fighting games are really cool to play, even if you're not that good at them, because punching someone is just, it's really fun. And you should give it a try, but in a video Don't game. punch me. In a video Don't game. Don't punch me. <laughs> Don't punch me. Oh, in a video game. I mean, video you know, game I did First Life. <laughs> I don't know that the microphone picked that joke up. I, I sort I of heard it. I said first life. Yeah, I heard that. So to maybe Greg heard that. Okay. You can find me online at autumnal underscore coffee. Um, 
tomorrow I'm going to be recording the next episode of And Then an Aeroplane, uh, which is... Um, Porco Rosso. Porco Rosso. Thank you. Um, that movie's really fucking good. I fucking love that movie. It's one, it's one of the best movies ever. Um, I think I think on the last episode of Ruby, I was like, oh, I don't know. Am I still going to like Porco Rosso? And the answer is yes. I still love it. Anyway, um, Nora, where can people find you? <clears throat> you can find me on Twitter at neither Nora and at Zoetics. That's poetics spelled with an X at the front. Find me on medium.com slash at zo. Mm, tripped myself up. Medium.com. Medium.com slash at Nora F. Blake. I almost said Zoe F. Blake, which is not me. No, that's not you. And medium.com slash at Zoe Mars, X O E A M R. M A R S. Can't spell Mars. Mars without ASMR. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, Neithernora.itch.io is games that I've written. Dragonflower-press.itch.io is poetry I've written. You can buy stuff. Patreon.com slash Nora Blake. You can give me your fucking money. I need it. Because to like to live. I'm, I'm looking for a job currently. So like... You know, give Nora your money. The the <clears throat> internet is kind of my only income at the moment. So if you if you want to help me out, it is the season. Um, it would it would go a long way. Give Nora um, your money, and if you can't give Nora your money, give Nora your job. Do that. Ooh, do both. Hey, Obsidian. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, ko com slash neither Nora. If you're a big fan of export audio and you're thinking, wow, when can I get more export audio without... When we do it! <laughs> ...without Ruby? Because I know that I, uh, Autumn June, the biggest export audio fan in the entire world, have been wondering when will export audio come back. Well, let me assure you all that they're putting out a Star Wars movie on Friday, and I don't work that day, so there's going to be a podcast. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, we're going to watch that movie in the morning. Yeah. So... We could just do that. Yeah. Like, there will be a podcast very the rise soon of from Podcaster. us. There's also... Oh, <coughs> shit. In less than 10 days. New Year. Well, uh, well, okay. In less than 10 days, you don't know how to count, apparently. <laughs> I don't know what day it is. <laughs> I'm depressed. You think I know what day it is? In less than 10 days is Christmas, which we have already recorded the export audio holiday special. So that'll be something in your feed. And It'll then, be something in your feed. And then in uh for January 1st, we are going to do uh New Year, New EU. We are going to read Splinter of the Mind's Eye. The We're Star Wars to... hyperfixation is real. We are reading Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Currently, we will put out an episode on Splinter of the Mind's Eye January 1st. Um, and then we'll begin our intended project of reading most of the Star Wars Expanded Universe as we it's, move forward in our lives. It's possible that we're going to skip some boring Han Solo books. I don't know because that's what The Mandalorian is. Like, this is... That's fair. That's fair. This is we just, should read those then. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Like, it's just going to be some nothing one-off adventures with the character people like. It's but just not because they don't have audiobooks. That's the only reason I want them, really. But they're not written by Alan Dean Foster. <laughs> so they will be better. They will, yeah. Uh huh.
Keep it Rubio, everybody. Keep it Rubio. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>